I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm here today with Deputy District Attorney Johnson, who's on every week to tell us about the latest scams plaguing Santa Barbara and basically the entire nation. Hi, Vicki. What do you have to tell us about today? Hi, Patty. Well, I know we've talked multiple times about the grandparent scam. It seems like forever. But this is one of those scams that just won't go away. And it's back again with some new twists. And I have gotten three news alerts in the past several weeks. Two are from the Department of Justice. And one is from AARP warning about the resurgence of this fraud. Well, what are the scammers up to now? Well, here's one victim story which sort of demonstrates what's going on. She's 87 years old, and I will refer to her as J.D. She got a call from a woman claiming to be her granddaughter, so far very familiar. The caller said she was in a car accident. She'd been arrested and needed $9,000 bail. Well, that does sound very similar to a lot of the scams that we've talked about in the past, except the money, it sounds like it's really high. They're asking for more money than typically happened in the past. That's right. And the scammer then turned the phone over to her supposed lawyer who warned JD not to discuss this with anybody or risk violating a court gag order. Hmm. So the scammer used fear to try to stop the victim from perhaps calling the parents to check out the story. That's right. And JD, unfortunately, agreed to pay the money. But here's the interesting part. The crooks had a courier go to the victim's house to pick up the cash. Oh, my goodness. The nerve of these scammers. I can't even believe it. And that is a new twist. I have never heard of that before. I know. Apparently, this is a new thing. Instead of sending the victim out to Western Union or someplace to buy gift cards, somebody actually comes to your house. And I've even read about people coming by Uber to pick up the cash or the check. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So the FBI sent out a public service announcement about this. And the announcement said that more than $3.6 million was lost by seniors giving money directly to somebody who came to their house. That is really scary, Vicki. Stops the victim from going to the store to get gift cards or sending money by Western Union and having some clerk try to talk them out of it. So I guess scammers are wise to that and they want them to make that decision immediately. That's right. So in J.D.'s case, the crime didn't stop here. The next day, a man purporting to be an accident specialist called her and claimed that the other party in the supposed collision had lost her baby as a result of the accident. And if J.D. didn't send another $51,000, her granddaughter was going to be charged with first-degree manslaughter and spend 15 to 20 years in prison. That is terrible to tell the victim that her granddaughter had been responsible for a baby's death. What did J.D. do? She sent a $51,000 by wire transfer. She sent $51,000 by wire transfer? She did. And unfortunately, it did not stop there. About a week later, 
yet another scammer called JD and told her that she and her granddaughter had violated the gag order. And if JD didn't pay an additional $57,000, her granddaughter would go to jail. Oh, no. So I'm afraid to ask, what happened? Well, unfortunately, she sent it. So now these scammers had stolen over $100,000. But Patty, here's the good news. And here's why I'm sharing this story. They got caught. There were eight people in all. They were charged with participating in a criminal enterprise that has stolen millions of dollars from elderly victims in San Diego and around the country. Apparently, they swindled more than $2 million from 70-plus elderly victims by feeding them phony stories that their grandchildren were in terrible trouble and needed money fast. That really is good news. That makes me smile. What a vicious crime and so much more sophisticated than this crime used to be. That's right. Here are some statements in the article by the federal prosecutor that is handling this case, and I think they're worth noting. So here's one that I'm going to read to you because it makes a good point. Quote, I know some victims may be reluctant to come forward because they feel embarrassed that they fell for this hoax, Grossman said. This is the federal prosecutor. But I want to assure victims that it is not your fault. You are one of many, many people who are deceived by a sophisticated criminal organization whose members concocted a number of plausible storylines and conspired together to trick you. These are unscrupulous manipulators who prey on the elderly. They are to blame, not you. This should be bold, capitalized in everybody's computer because this is so true. It is not your fault if you fall victim to one of these crimes. You are simply the victim of a very plausible story and a victim of very, very sophisticated crooks. And Patty, this investigation began with one victim and a small loss relative to the bigger losses that others have suffered. And it grew into a huge case. So this underscores the importance of reporting and report to the FBI. I've given you the site before. It's www.ic3.gov. That's I in, as in ICE, C as in CAT, the number three dot gov, G-O-V. And one other thing I should mention, and this information came to me from AARP, apparently the crooks running these grandparent scams are really targeting the Latino population. The article said that Latino adults were victimized by grandparent scams more than any other kind of scam. And this is a terrible scam. And I'm so glad you're warning our listeners about this, Vicki, especially if they're coming out to the house. I know they're coming out to the house to collect money, but if they're so bad that they will pull that kind of a scam, who knows what else they're capable of? What are the tips that you'd like to give our listeners on how to protect themselves? Well, here's what the FBI says. Of course, the first thing is to report if it does happen to you, but be very careful what you post online. Scammers can use any details that you share on a social media platform and a dating site to target victims. Also, be very suspicious of telephone calls that require you to take action immediately and request bail money. And we talked about this before. Stop and call that family member directly. 
Also, be careful with the caller IDs that look familiar. Scammers can spoof your grandchild's phone number so it looks like they are really the ones calling. And we've talked about this before, too. Scammers can spoof any phone number that they want. And, of course, if they somehow get your grandchild's phone number, it's quite easy for them to make it look like the call is coming from your grandchild. And, of course, we've said this many times before, never give money or personal information to anyone you have only communicated with online or by telephone. Great information, Vicki. Thank you so much for a new twist on the grandparent scam and never invite anybody over to your house. Even if you think you're saving your grandchild, check it out first. And would you give the fraud hotline in case anyone needs to get a hold of you to report a scam or to ask a question about one? Absolutely. Area code 805-568-2442. And I will repeat that. 805 805- Five six eight two four four two, and I do welcome calls because this helps me to keep current on what's going on out there in our community, so I can come on the show and alert people. Thank you so much, Vicky. Until next week. Thanks, Patty. Bye bye. <laughs>